Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is June 26th, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 17. And I want to kind of walk you through this passage and just highlight this repeating theme and then give us some things to begin praying about. You know, we're studying, we're reading through the book of Acts. And remember, the book of Acts is the Acts of the Apostles or the Acts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is empowering the apostles to be a witness all over the world. And we're going to see that again in Acts chapter 17. It says, beginning in verse 1, that Paul and Silas, they went to Thessalonica. So they went to one city. They're preaching Jesus. Verse 4 says, some of the Jews who listened were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, along with many God-fearing Greek men and quite a few prominent women. But then some other Jews didn't believe. They heard the message, and it says they stirred up trouble And they attacked the home of Jason, searching for Paul and Silas. And they bring them before on trial. They make them post bail. They they just harass them. Well, then Paul and Silas go to Berea. This is verse 10. Once again, they're preaching there. The people of Berea, it says, were open-minded, more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. Many Jews believed, as did many prominent Greek women, and men. However, the Jews from Thessalonica come, and they stir up trouble once again. Well, now Paul leaves, and he heads to Athens. He's going to Athens. He's deeply troubled, he says, by the idols he sees everywhere in the city. And I think one of the things that we can pray about is that God would help us to see, open our eyes to the idolatry all around us. Paul comes into Athens and he sees their idolatry. He sees how they're worshiping all these false gods. And he sees the pain that that produces in people's lives. The same thing can be true for us. God, help us to see the idolatry in America and even in our own lives and the pain that it caused, that we would be aware that God would open our eyes to see this true spiritual condition of America. I think our tendency is to kind of think America is a Christian nation and everything's fine. God, give us eyes to see the idolatry and the pain because that's really, I think, what motivates us to to do something about it. And that's what Paul does. So Paul begins preaching in Athens now in the public square every day. In verse 19, they bring him to the city council and he's preaching to the city leaders. And uh, and he says, I love this, when he's preaching and he says, listen, you guys are religious. I see all of these gods. And I think for us, one of the things that we can say is that we look around and we see people crying out for the kingdom. Really, our lust, our longing, our, our appetite for more is because we're searching for the kingdom. We're searching for meaning. We're searching for healthy relationships. We're searching for life. It reminds me of John 4 when Jesus said to the woman at the well, 
Well, as long as you drink this water, you'll always be thirsty. So you look around American culture, and it's like there's this desperation to, to get more, to get more, to get more. And that's not always more materialism. It's it's more sex, or it's more entertainment, or it's more security, or it's more, it's more, more, more. And it's like Jesus would say, well, as long as you're drinking that water, you're always going to be thirsty. But if you'd learn to come to me and drink, I would become in you a fountain or a river of living water. In other words, you wouldn't be thirsty anymore. I'm going to satisfy you, and there'll be a fresh outpouring every day. And that's what we're trying to learn in this podcast is how to connect with Jesus and let him fill us every day. Well, Paul sees in his city, in Athens, the hunger and the desire. And I hope you're able to see in America really this hunger and this desperation for the kingdom. We all long for the kingdom. Now, we we might not realize it's the kingdom that we're longing for. But the reason we're not satisfied and the reason we keep reaching is because the only thing that satisfies us is the kingdom. We're created for God, for each other, in that kingdom culture. And until we find it, nothing satisfies us. We keep reaching. We keep desperately striving for it. Well, Paul sees that in Athens, and he's just he's just pointing, him out, pointing that out. And then he says this. He says, I notice that you've got a, a statue, an altar to this unknown God. Here's what he says. I'm here to tell you about that God. And we look around at our culture and we see people who are desperate for the kingdom. And what we can say is, I'm here to tell you about the God you've been searching for. Even if you didn't realize you were searching for God, that's really what your heart is longing and searching for. I'm here to tell you about that God who has satisfied my craving my deepest desires, right? And so he sees that and he begins preaching. He says, listen, this God made everything. So you don't need to, you don't need to create a, a statue. You, you're not going to find him in a temple. He doesn't need anything from you. You can't even, you can't serve him. He doesn't have any needs. He says, and his purpose was that all of the nations, I love this verse 27, His purpose was that the nations would seek after God and feel their way towards him and find him. One of the things I'm hoping right now for America is that as we're struggling, and and I have to be honest, I I think things are going to get more difficult before or if they ever get better. I think in America, things are, we've got some really challenging days in front of us. And as things get more challenging, more difficult, one of the things I'm hoping is that we would allow God to work in our struggle to help more people in our nation turn back to God. Remember, in the darkness, the light of the gospel shines the brightest. And so Paul says God's purpose is that the nation's would feel their way towards him and find him. I'm praying for revival in America, that in our suffering, we would feel our way back towards God and find him, that there'd be revival. Now, as I say that, just remember, just like we see in today's reading, in each city, there are some who believe and there are some that reject and attack. And that's just part of the game. So even in this moment, verse 32 It says, when they heard him speak, some laughed in contempt, 
But others said, we want to hear more. That ended, verse 33, Paul's discussion with them, and some joined him and became believers. So some believed, some laughed at him, made fun of him, and in every city, they've attacked him. And so that's just part of it. So in America, as we move into the future and things get more difficult, I believe God is going to work redemptively to help people see their need for God. And you and I have an opportunity to say, hey, here's the God you're looking for. It's Jesus. But when we do that, some will believe and begin following Jesus with us. Some will mock us, make fun of us, or worse, attack us. And that's just part of it. So here's the thing I want us to begin praying for. God, help us to see when we look in our culture that what people are really looking for is Jesus. Secondly, God, give us a heart to care. You know, the truth is it's easy to get so caught up and and kind of building our thing that we fail to recognize the pain and the suffering and the longing of people all around us. So God, give us a heart to care. Number three, give us humility to serve. So the people that are in our lives, who we can see their hunger, we care and love them, give us humility to serve them so that our service becomes a bridge, just like Jesus came and served, and it became a bridge into the heart of so many. God, we pray that would be true for us, that you'd give us humility to serve. Then give us the courage, fourth, give us the courage to share, to trust that the Holy Spirit has come to live in us, to empower us to be a witness. Let me ask you, when was the last time you talked to someone about Jesus? Let's point people to Jesus. Remember, people are hurting around us, and many really are open to the gospel. So God, give us eyes to see, give us a heart to care, give us humility to serve, and then courage to tell people about what Jesus has done for us. Let me pray for you. Father, God, I thank you so much for Paul. His life is so, it's just inspiring and challenging, convicting, really. Lord, I pray that you give us eyes to see, like Paul saw as he walked into Athens, that America is a land of idolatry, that people are searching for God and and trying to find it in all the wrong places, and, and so desperate and empty and As long as they drink that water, they'll always be thirsty. God, help us to see. And Lord, give us the heart to care. Lord, sometimes it's so easy to be so caught up in our own world and our own business that we're really not concerned the way we should be about people around us and the pain and the suffering around us. God, give us a heart to care. And Lord, third, give us the humility to serve. Help us, God, to humble ourselves and to serve, to love, to embrace people around us. And then finally, fourth, give us courage to talk about Jesus, what you have done for us, and to look for those people who are open to our witness so that we can help them discover true life. Lord, we love you. Thank you for being with us today. Help us to to live for you today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Remember, Before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.